Senator Wells. Thank you. Would Senator Olmovar take a question? Gladly. Thank you. Uh, thank you for your speech, Senator Olmovar. So I just want a clarification. I think I heard you say it, but I want to be. I just want to be sure. So um, it's this is only federally driven infrastructure projects, not ones that are Fred. FedProv directed or federal money going to provinces that further directed. Okay, thank you. Would you take uh, two more questions, and they're very short. Uh, 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 Senator, I believe uh, uh, body sorry, language sorry, is. Uh, yeah. Will you finish asking your question? I do have another question now. Oh, okay. I, I want to answer the first question oh, because I believe I should do it. Understood. As opposed to doing this, I should say no. Yeah. For the record. Another question, Senator Olmsgaard. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, so would this uh, community benefits requirement be a condition of the funding or simply part of the application and reporting? Thank you, Chair. I'm sorry. I'm so eager to answer all the questions that Senator Wells will have for me and others. Uh, now I've forgotten the question. Uh, so, all right. Uh, <laughs> it, it will not be, a, it, it will be part of the application process. It is not a condition of funding. Question, Senator Roman. Of course. Thank you. Okay. Could this, it seems to me, it seems to me this is just a lot more red tape. If it's not a condition of the application and simply just reporting, could this simply, the, the, the requirement for a community benefits assessment or, or statement, couldn't this simply be added to uh, the condition of funding or investment in infrastructure rather than, rather than a law? I mean, we're, 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 we're we're considering a law to add something to an application for funding. Could this not simply be a condition of, of the application? Let me address the red tape question first, which, you, which I think you referred to. Um, I believe CBAs will actually reduce red tape because community buy-in will be uh, secured upfront in the project. In fact, imagine the red tape that will be reduced for business because they will have connections to labor pools that they did not have previous connections to. I think that's an enormous benefit for businesses. Uh, your second part of the question was, uh, why do we need a law? Uh, we need a law because this is uh, a way of encouraging government and business to think differently, uh, uh, to imagine uh, what could be to think outside the box, thank you, Senator Mercer, to think outside the box, that we're, we're all in our own boxes, and I, I think change management helps us think outside the box in that way. Um, and uh, I think we need a law because it could well lead us into a new direction. As I said, there will be annual reports, and these annual reports, these check and see measures, will help the government understand whether this is worth pursuing in the longer term, in, and in which way. Senator Daskal. Thank you. Yes. I greatly appreciate your Toronto examples, uh, Senator. You mentioned in, um, in your speech that if the bill passes, the minister is going to strike a panel with industry representatives at the deputy minister level. Can you tell us what that uh, will accomplish, uh, the goals of that, and how it will work? Is it project-specific? Is it an overall panel to deal with general regulations, or what's the purpose of it? Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you for that question, Senator Dasko. This, this advisory panel is incredibly important, and I have, I have urged the government, and as I said, they have agreed to, to do this. Community benefit agreements are, are applicable in certain contexts, in certain situations, scope, size, scale, stage, timing. And I think these are the kinds of questions uh, the, the minister and the government will have to sort out uh, with industry stakeholders, stakeholders so that they understand where they can ask, and it's just an ask, where they can ask for community benefit, um, uh, chuck, uh, not a checklist, sort of a, a statement of what would be in the community benefits. They can't apply to every, every federal procurement project. I hope that answers your question. Senator uh, Coyle. Would Senator Omidvar take another question? Yes. Uh, thank you very much for your speech. This is a very uh, interesting uh, effort, um, uh, which I welcome. Um, and earlier this week, I was attending the all-party anti-poverty caucus, and we were talking about the, uh, the, the financial situation of newcomers to Canada. And this was raised with us. that This was coming soon to the Senate of Canada, so I'm very happy to see that it's here. You mentioned that there's a, uh, a good body of uh, work that we can go on in terms of experience in in various places in the U.S. and in Canada, and I, I would hope that this would be structured after the best practices that, uh, that are experienced elsewhere. I have a very specific question, and that is on what is meant by the word community. Um, and you've mentioned the word local at the same time. I hear community and I hear local. Um, and I'm sensitive to this because I've just been learning through our work with the Arctic Committee, and this is a different story. These are private companies that have impact benefit agreements with, with communities and peoples in the north, that sometimes in those benefits agreements, the, the local people are actually not benefiting. There is no adjacency requirement in a community benefits agreement. And I'm just wondering what the interpretation of community is in this instance. Thank you, Senator Coyle. That is a most interesting question. Uh, perhaps that is a question that could be posed uh, to witnesses and, and answered with greater clarity than maybe I can. Uh, my understanding is that whereas community is not specifically identified, it is meant, I think, as a local community, but I understand where you're coming from. There could be communities that are not local uh, that could perhaps be attached to a certain project. I'm, my imagination is limited because I'm thinking of the LRT and it's all local, local, local for me there, but maybe there is an opportunity there and I, I would, if this bill goes to committee, as I hope it will, I hope that question will be answered. Senator Lankin. Yes, thank you. In interest of time, I'm going to wrap my two questions together, Senator. Like all good speakers, you answered most of my questions as you went through this. I'm, I'm left with two. I would comment to you that I met recently with the Canadian Construction Association, and they were quite supportive 
of uh, community uh, benefit agreements. The two questions I have, one is with respect to your citation of uh, Los Angeles and 20 years experience. And you said at the beginning, well, this is modest, it'll have long-term impacts, and I wondered if you could just tell us from Los Angeles what some of those benefits have been, the long-term impacts have been. The other question actually, I think, builds on Senator Coyle's uh, question about benefits to local. You use global, globalization and localization, you talked about both. Um, you know, some of us are very concerned that we not take measures that erect interprovincial trade barriers. And if you have any comment on that, or perhaps that's something that could come to, uh, to committee as to whether or not the reliance on local uh, would preclude something that we should be aware of. Uh, and I'm, I'm welcome to leave it to committee if that's uh, where it's better placed. Senator Romney-Parra. Okay, so the first question about Los Angeles. Um, my memory is a little fuzzy about it, but I can, I can remember uh, a demographic profile of the 8,000 or so workers, and they weren't 8,000 at that time. They were, I think, about five. Um, they were primarily women uh, because of the demographic makeup of Los Angeles. They were primarily Hispanic women, um, and they were employed. Uh, they found employment in the local uh, hospitality and tourism industry, and. Uh, Hollywood, the Hollywood uh, Production Association, I forget their name, was at the table. It was in their interest uh, to uh, make sure that the Los Angeles hospitality industry uh, was inclusive of the workforce. And this was, in fact, interestingly enough, uh, a sort of a subtle demand that came from big Hollywood pers personalities who said, when we want to stay in a hotel, we want to make sure that the people who work in this hotel represent the community and are paid a decent wage. So those are some of the kinds of really good things, but I urge you to remember this came at the end, you know, downstream after efforts at the front. We can't imagine that right now in this because we're literally dipping our little toe into some water here. Um, and the second question was interprovincial. Um, I think that's a committee, that's a question that should be answered at committee. Thank you. Senator Dean. Thank you, uh, Chair. Um, Senator Omidvar, um, you will take a, another question? We take yes, another question? I will take um, another. Look, first of all, thank you for uh, your sponsorship of, of this bill. As you've said, uh, the country, the government spends billions of dollars every year on infrastructure with very little uh, social uh, benefit and, and, and social uh, purpose outcomes. Um, proponents of this idea and others that involve generating a social impact from private and government spending, uh, tell me that, that they started this discussion and similar discussions with, with officials uh, under the previous government. And, and their ideas that I, I understand found favor there and in fact were, were seeded there. And, and, and for that reason, this is a discussion that, that has a long trajectory that, that crosses governments. And I think we, we can be grateful for our, our public servants for, for helping uh, the, the, the crossing of those boundaries. You mentioned labor shortages in the construction sector. Um, I believe that, that constructors have acknowledged that workers from non-traditional groups, such as uh, veterans, uh, newcomers, uh, indigenous peoples, women, 
uh, will be necessary to fill the labour shortages that we know we have and that will, will worsen. C could you just give us a little bit more information on how community benefits would help to fill those gaps with those people? Yes. Thank you, Senator. Thank you, Senator, for your question. And I think you actually know m more about designing and implementing community benefit agreements because you were uh, uh, the head of the Ontario Public Service and Ontario has a pretty mature uh, or, or a more mature history than anyone else. Uh, the way community benefit agreements would work if, um, if there is a hiring uh, or training uh, uh, aspiration attached to them is typically a construction consortium. In this case, let me give you the example of the construction course consortium in Toronto, SNC-Lavalon, Acon, uh, etc. Uh, they worked with local community groups. The, the uh, residents association in Finch, uh, in, in the corridor, Jane Finch corridor. And through that association, uh, the community in Jane Finch was asked to identify people who could be interested and ready for training. And it is up to the community to actually do that work and develop some kind of mechanisms and criteria to present uh, and work with the consortium who then finally decides who's trainable, who's hireable, and, and, and that's how it goes. But it goes beyond the, hi the hiring or the training of a single individual. All of a sudden, this construction consortium has links to the black community where there is a huge pool of underemployed and I would say frustrated young people because they don't have access to opportunity the way other, other communities do. So that's a wonderful example, and thank you for your question, Senator. Senator Wells. The adjournment to the debate. It's moved by the Honorable Senator Wells, seconded by the Honorable Senator Plett, that further debate be adjourned until the next sitting of the Senate. It's your pleasure, Honorable Senators, to adopt the motion. Adopting.